A close friend and bandmate to Linkin Park singer Chester Bennington says he was really bothered by the response to their album One More Light. Plus, System of a Down drummer John Delmayan speaks out again against Black Lives Matter movement and so much more. Stick around with us. Welcome to Rockfeed. Thanks so much for joining us. If you're new here, be sure to subscribe with notifications on so you don't miss out on breaking news and updates. Before we get to this new interview about Chester Bennington, let's talk about John Domayan. For the last few months, he has been railing against the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, specifically the organization of the same name, where he has been critical of uh, some of the viewpoints they've taken, some of the stances they've taken. And that has generated, obviously, a lot of criticism for him and a lot of uh, pushback, including from his own bandmate, Serge Tonkian. Now, there was a lot of speculation that John Domayan would be kicked out of the band, but Serge quickly cleared that up. He said he was his brother-in-law, their family, and they can actually agree to disagree. They can have discussions with one another and still come out the other side very friendly. Um, so uh, John Domayan has made it clear he's going to continue speaking his mind. He says he is obviously independently employed on his own. System of a Down can... You know, they're their own business. So as long as the members internally continue to support him, otherwise they're going to keep playing. So, uh, But here's John Domayan talking on his Instagram. He shared this post. It's a patch from the NYPD, and he says, Very proud to have received this gift and always will support the men and women who put their lives on the line to help protect society. I'm also thankful to the NBA, NFL, and MLB for kneeling in solidarity with BLM and showing that major sports franchises, much like most corporations, are all about the look and keeping the dollars rolling in and much like the BLM movement could care less about black people themselves. So in case you're wondering, this is what his bandmate Serge Tonkian had to say last month in support defending his bandmate John Domayan. He wrote, my drummer and brother-in-law, John Domayan, whom I love and respect, irrespective of our extremely polarized political commentary and differences, has always been my stalwart ally in efforts for recognition of the Armenian genocide with System of a Down. The amount of online hate and stupidity against him and I are unjustifiable. Social media has created an erroneous digital society that particularly thrives on this reality. Remember, irrespective of the stance, only artists that truly care and are impassioned will risk alienating their base for what they consider the truth. Our dilemma, dilemma and impossible fallacy is that we have two in one band. Some may consider that a weakness, but the artistic, political, and social dichotomy, if not quadrichotomy, not a word, has made System of a Down what it is today. Thank you all for reading. We should all do more non-online reading. So there you have Serge Tonkian making his position very clear. And of course, it's nice to see people with differing viewpoints actually able to get along and coexist. So let's move on and let's talk here about Bring Me the Horizon and Youngblood. There are rumors that these two artists are going to be collaborating. This after Youngblood sent out the following tweet, yo, Oliver Sykes and Jordan Fish, check your inbox. Jordan Fish responded saying, more nudes? And Oliver obviously posting the eye emojis. So we'll keep an eye out and wait and see what that means if they have any new music in the works. Also, we've got an update from Korn about the story we covered yesterday. And the members of Korn have put out a video message letting fans know they can expect something very special tomorrow. Here's a message. What's up, Corn family? Your boy Head here. I hope you guys are staying safe, washing your hands, wearing your masks. And uh, you know what? We've been working on a little something for you guys. And tomorrow at 3 p.m. Pacific, we're going to let you know what it is. So set your reminders. 
We're going live on Instagram tomorrow, 3 p.m. And everybody in the live chat has a chance to win something. So spread the word. We'll see you tomorrow, 3 p.m. This comes after the band shared this image. And if you look at the lettering, uh, fans quickly figured out that it was scrambled and it roughly translates to the devil went down to Georgia. Now, back in May, they gave an interview where they discussed the possibility for finishing work on the Corn Covers album. So we're going to have to see. Now, they did say they tagged Live Nation in this post. So maybe it's a live stream of some sort. Either way, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be very exciting. We'll keep an eye out for that as well. So let's move on to Jack Osborne. He's given an update on his father. There's a new documentary series that's coming out from A&E. And this is what Jack Osborne had to say in a new interview with People Magazine. He says his dad, Ozzy, is not good at home. And even though he complained about touring, he said, whenever dad was home, I was always got the feeling that he was bored. Even though he complains to this day about touring, he's not good at home. I literally just remember him as a dude on the couch. He'd pick me up from school occasionally, but I always got the feeling he was like, what do I do? I'm here. This is not what I'm good at. Ozzy said, I suddenly realized that Ozzy belongs on the road. I mean, I felt like a caged animal. I bought different toys and all kinds of things. Uh, Kelly says, my dad's like, I'm making a bicycle. I want to ride a bike. The guy at the bike shop was also giving him weed in a small English village. It was like his purpose in life was taking away from him. So on September 7th, this new biography called The Nine Lives of Ozzy Osbourne will be premiering on the A&E network, so you can keep an eye out for that. And here's a fun story. Post Malone obviously loves his beer. He loves to consume alcoholic beverages. He's even sponsored by one of them, Bud Light. Shout out to them. So Post Malone is apparently going to be starting his own beer pong league. So all these different sports leagues from gaming to in-person things like Call of Duty, you name it, there's tons of stuff out there. Post Malone is betting on beer pong becoming an actual competitive sport and it very well could be so he's apparently trying to lock up the rights to the world pong league and post said his legal team post and his legal team have gone so far to file a trademark for that name the world pong league so it'll be the nfl nba nba you gotta have merch uh he plans to put the the league moniker on beverage glassware drinking glasses plastic cups etc and We'll have to wait and see, but obviously he is a known fan of beer pong. And now in a new interview with Grey Days drummer Sean Dowdell and a very close friend to late Linkin Park singer Chester Bennington, the drummer is opening up about how Chester was feeling in the final months of his life. He says that the response to Linkin Park's album, One More Light, very much bothered him. He says he was really bothered by the response to that album. And uh, he said, we talked about some of those issues he had several times, of course. And first of all, he was a very happy person most of the time. And that's the way I think depression works. The person that you see outwardly 99% of the time, the high on life and in good spirits are fun to be around and they're laughing all the time. Guys like Robin Williams and Anthony Bourdain, they had a similar personality, outward personality. And Chester was very similar in that way. He had this brighter than the sun type attitude when he was around you. The pain he was feeling, he didn't outwardly share. I saw it several times, of course, throughout life, but it was not something that stuck around for long periods of time. I'm going to say a few things here. It may not be very popular, but it's the truth. And 
not that I want to bring the Linkin Park guys into the conversation, but I think they would agree with this. When they did One More Light album, which came out in May 2017, uh, it wasn't received the way they thought it was going to be received, or at least the way Chester thought it was going to be received. And he got a lot of negativity from fans, and it really bothered him. And we talked about that a lot. He was just so bummed out. Uh, and he would blast people on Twitter and he would get upset and I would tell him, dude, don't let these people bring you down. It's not worth it. The music is good, man. Don't worry about this kind of crap. For those guys, they work so hard on putting those records together and they're used to having these accolades and this adulation from their fan base. And then they put out an album like One More Light and still 95% of the people like the music, but that 5% of people that just complain, they spend so much time, these losers in their basement, I like to call them, uh, where they have is just to sit there, write on a keyboard about what a loser they are. It's like, what have you done with your life? I don't understand what makes somebody be a fan of Chester's and you love everything he did or most everything he did. And then he does a song that you don't like and you feel like you have to badmouth him or tell him he sucks and all this kind of crap. And that stuff really weighed on him. So I think that really uh, contributed to kind of his head spot. He had abuse as a child and that always weighed on him. And that kind of culminated into his thought process where Chester never felt good enough or felt appreciated or never felt like he was worth it. He had this emptiness inside that I think uh, he could really explain to a lot of people. I don't think he could really explain to a lot of people. I got to know that side of him quite well. He could have a thousand people after the show wanting to meet him and tell him how great he is and how much he touched their life in a profoundly emotional and positive way, uh, gave them an outlet for their own pain and their own distress. And internally, Chester would not hear that. He would say, thank you. And he would still feel like he wasn't enough. We'd have this conversation and he'd be like, I just don't feel like I'm smart enough. I don't feel like I'm good enough. And I'd go, Chester, you are such a good person. Forget the singing. I don't care about you as a singer. I care about you as a human being. I don't care uh, that you are a great singer. I care that you're such a good person. He was one of the best friends you could ever have. And of course, Great A's, Chester's band, they were working on new material. They were trying to get back together, play some shows and things like that. The time is passing and they have now released a new album called Amends, which came out in June. The album has updated versions of older songs they recorded together in the past with newly recorded instrumentals uh, accompanying Chester's original vocal takes. So that's all for now. Thanks so much for joining us today at Rockfeed. Again, if you're new here, please consider subscribing with notifications on so you don't miss out on breaking news and updates. Thanks again for joining us and we'll see you all very soon.